All right, guys, we're back, and better than ever. Back, and by that, and better than ever. And by that, I mean I'm extremely sick right now. Oh, that's good. And by sick, I mean like totally rad, but I also mean like I <laughs> definitely have a cold. Totally tubular. Quinn is just killing it over there in the East Coast, too. Um, side note, there's a guy I work with that says gnarly, unironically, and it's extremely gnarly. Like like when shit is like actually gnarly? Yes, he says gnarly. I like it, dude. Are you eating a full cup? Is that just yogurt? Ice cream. Ah, the cure-all for all illnesses. Yeah, it's cooling my throat down, which is nice. Oh, you got like a sore throat or something? The sorest. I've been sucking too many wieners. Dude, so many dicks. Just flogging that esophagus. Flogging it. I don't know if that's the right word, but that's what I'm going to use. All right, that's fair. Ow, fuck. Just stepped on a piece of glass. Oh, that's really good. That's that's probably the. Ow! That's awful. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're keeping it moving, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm literally bleeding out of my toe right now. That's good. Good for you. Um. All right. So, first measure of business. First on the agenda. Jake, you recently got back from a long tour, man. I did. Happy to be back. Uh, yeah. I mean, think of it this way: it was it was an awesome experience, but there's nothing like coming home, you know. I feel you. And two months of being gone. Well, I mean, you of all people know, you've been gone for fucking like what, like a year almost or something. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like. Just, there's nothing like coming home. Nothing like flying in to San Diego International and just like seeing seeing that skyline. You know, you're like, oh man, you, I'm back. You got to fly home. Oh yeah, dude. They were, pff, they were gonna drive us home. We were like at least a day and a half away. Where? So do the buses just drive? Do, are the buses not like connected to San Diego or? No. So the buses are leased to the drivers, and the drivers work for like tour busing companies so our driver she was going on to do like bob dylan or something like she just was like going straight to another tour um and then i don't know what the other bus drivers are doing but i'm pretty sure they were going out to other to other runs or at least other tours of some sort because they didn't drive the same way we flew they like drove off into the sunset somewhere right right on man right on uh, all right, so we're just going to dive right into this. This is going to be like a Q&A. Okay. I'll ask the Qs. You have the As. 10-4. Um, life of a roadie. Yep. So you were gone for how many months? So I was gone for 11 weeks in total. So if you figure yeah. four weeks, four Three weeks. Months. Yeah, it's like two and a half months-ish. And uh, how many shows did you guys end up doing? We did 46 shows. Not, six shows. Not including the little acoustic ones that, like, the singer did right. by himself. Yeah. So, 46 shows in how many days? Uh, like, 70, what, 30, so, 30, like, 72, 73 days, something like so that? So, like, a little more than a show every two days. Yeah, we did, 
Yeah. Yeah. We'd had we had lots of twos and threes in a row with like single days off in between each one. Got it. All right. What was your uh, favorite venue? My favorite venue was I have a couple. My first favorite venue obviously San Diego cuz you know, hometown, you know. Yeah. Second favorite venue was the Fiddler's Green in Denver, Colorado. Mainly because it was my birthday that day. So that show went awesome. Very cool. And then there was one more that was pretty cool. Uh, I think it was Virginia Beach. Oh, no, Wolf Trap. Wolf Trap was awesome because it was like all woodsy and like felt like you were camping, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. One, two, three. Right there. Um, And... Uh, so we're just going to go through the, like the day. So you wake up, what time are you waking up? Okay. So we'll start, we'll start from a day off standpoint. So we'll go from, okay. from day off into show day. So Got it. every, every new show day from a hotel on a day off, our bus call, which is when you have to be out of your room in the lobby, ready to get on the bus would be eight o'clock AM every day. So I would set an alarm for seven thirty. Wake up in my bed, already ready, like, stuff packed, in pajamas, ready to roll. Wake up 7.30, brush my teeth, get down to the lobby by 7.33, depending on what floor I'm on. 7.33 to 7.35-ish. Down to the lobby, bus would usually be there, I'd get on the bus, put my bag underneath the bus, say hi to the bus driver, write my name on a little whiteboard that was on the bus, saying, hey, I'm here, but I'm sleeping, so... Don't, like, think you're leaving me at the hotel. Just go. And I'd get in my bed and sleep for another, like, hour. Got it. So, that puts us to, like, 7.40-ish to... I usually have... I usually set my alarm for 8.40 to wake up off the bus. 8.40, wake up, get dressed. Breakfast at 9. Load in at 9. So, I'd go eat for, like, 5 minutes. And then all my shit would start coming off the truck at like 9.15 because we were the last truck to dump out of four. So 9.15, we start loading in, doing all the crazy shit, putting all the speakers up in the air, putting all the guitar cabinets up, putting all the mics up and all that stuff. We usually get done around 12.30 or 1 um, with like putting the speakers in the air, getting everything mic'd up and having everything ready to go for line check. One o'clock, lunchtime, take an hour lunch. Uh, after lunch, we'd come back and do a line check with all the backline guys, which are just like guitar techs and drum techs, and like they just hit the string, hit the drums, and pluck the strings, make sure they all work. Uh, that was usually that was usually at two fifteen. Then sound check, if there was one, which there usually wasn't, would be from. Three to four for the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, usually they didn't do one because they're pretty lazy, but <laughs> not lazy. They would just they would get there at like three thirty, and just be like, "Meh, we don't want a sound check." Like, right. We're 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 fine. Um. So yeah, that would happen every once in a while, and then by that time, four o'clock, four fifteen, we would start loading in Philip Phillips, and all of his. Backline saw the guitar cabs, all the drums, all the microphones, and all that good stuff in front right. of all of the Google Doll stuff. 
So, so that way you can that way you can get it off quick. Exactly. And we Got would it. we would drop like a little uh like a like a curtain of sorts in front of all the Goo Goo Dolls risers. So we makes sense. Yes, yeah, so we could set their stuff up right in front. Um, so we'd get them set up by like four thirty, and they would usually sound check from four thirty until like five five thirty. Uh, doors would usually be at five o'clock, so we'd try to get them off at like five normally. Um, and then dinner was at five, so we would end at like five fifteen, go eat dinner. Uh, and then the show didn't usually start until like 7.40, so we would just go sleep or do nothing for like two hours or whatever. Show starts, Philip Philip goes on 7.30, 7.40-ish to about 8.15, 8.20. 10-minute set change for us to clear Philip, get the Goo Goo Doll stuff ready. They wouldn't usually play until 9 o'clock. Um, and then they would play from 9 to 10.30 or 10.45-ish. And then 10, 10.46, we're tearing down, kicking ass and taking names, you know? Yeah. Load out. Cleaned up. What's that? Cleaned up by, cleaned up by 11.45? No, not that fast. Uh, our longest loadout was, or sorry, our shortest loadout, I think, was 58 minutes. And that was, that was like, when we were at our peak, we were killing the game. So that was probably like the last week of the tour. Yeah, we were fucking throwing and going for sure. When you guys were like a well-oiled machine, if you will. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. So that's a full day, um, a day in the life of a roadie. So breakdown happens. You shower. Yep. Uh. This is this is fun. This, the listeners get a kick out of this. I had no idea that uh, the venues had like showers. Yeah, dude, they got they got showers. Sometimes they have laundry, like washer and dryers. Um, I'm pretty sure one of the venues had like a pool that you could like go hang out in. We didn't because obviously we didn't have enough time to go hang out at the pool. But right, right. Yeah, like I didn't know that they had showers either. And then I was like, so what are we going to do for, like, showers and stuff if there's not one on the bus? And they were like, oh, venues have showers. And I was like, tight. And if there wasn't, like, if event, we had a venue in Indianapolis that was just, like, an outdoor stage, like, in a grass field. If they don't have showers there, they'll usually get us hotel rooms that have showers. Like, they'll get, like, five or six rooms that, like, we'll all just, like, pile into and, like, take turns yeah. taking showers and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, dude. Um, so my buddy Joe and I drove up to Bethel, New York to see you and the, and the dolls. Yeah. And Jake took us all around, showed us the, uh, the get up, took us backstage. I got a pass right here. Saved it. It's on my peanuts. Yeah, my room. Dude. Uh, it's a working pass. Basically we got to go in and go everywhere and no one said anything. Yeah. And uh, so we got to see Philip Phillips from backstage. Uh, Jake set up a uh, a uh, monitor so that we could listen. Uh, had a great time. Started pouring rain. There's yeah. lightning. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, the woman that sat next to us was extremely drunk. Nice. I uh, didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is actually a funny story. So 
uh, Joe and I had seats like in the eighth row or whatever. Pretty close. And yeah, very close. And this guy comes and sits in front of us and Jake is backstage and he, we make eye contact and he's waving and I'm waving at him. And this guy turns around and he's like, dude, do you know that guy? And I was like, oh yeah, it's my buddy from home. And he goes, dude, that's awesome. Did he like, what, what's the story? And I was like, ah, oh, he's one of the crew guys. So, you know, he's on the tour and all that. And he's like, does he tell you what the dolls are like? And I was like, yeah, he told us a little bit. He goes, can you tell us? And I was like, nah, I'm probably not going to. And he goes, <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, and so he started talking to us. This guy was an asshole. But uh, This is all news to me, by the way. I, I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> so he, uh, he's talking about how he comes to all the shows at Bethel Woods. Was it Bethel Woods Center for the Arts or something like that? Yeah. And uh, – because he's a member there. Oh, I'm a member. I'm a member. Whatever, dude. I'm, I'm a member. So you can just, you can just get out of my face right now, okay? <laughs> and uh, so he was talking about how like he goes to all the shows. And he's like big fan of Johnny. Oh, Johnny's my favorite. Oh, fucking Johnny Resnick, dude. And from what I heard, Johnny wasn't the greatest guy. Not gonna bash him on here, but. He had, his, not... he had his days, you know. All right. He was All a nice right. guy, but he had his days. And uh, from the very start, Johnny was telling the monitor guys to turn his mic up or something. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. I was like, Johnny, just play your goddamn guitar and sing your songs, man. <laughs> I'm pretty He's... sure, like, one of the first the first songs, the lyrics are, I'm just going to shut up and sing. Pretty sure he says that, like, first song. Sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, this guy, you know, he's just kind of annoying. This drunk woman sits down next to us all over me. Like her husband was right next to her. She was like resting her head on my shoulder. And, uh, I think the third song was slide. Yep. And, uh, about two or three songs after that, Joe and I looked at each other and we're like, man, we just, we got to go. And, uh, it was a great show, but it was pouring rain we had a two hour drive in the dark and the rain ahead of us. So it was like, yeah, probably get out of here. It's like a mile and a half walk to the parking lot. Right, dude. I didn't even walk all the way to the lot, but I know it took me a good 10 minutes to get to you guys. So the way this place is set up is the, the amphitheater is like way, way down in like this Valley type area. And then the whole like little village is, between the entrance and the amphitheater, but you can't go like through the village. You have to go like around it. So we're we're hustling because it was pouring, lightning strikes, lightning strikes. We're we're getting after it. Right. Get to the get to the car. We're soaked. But uh, they got a tight ship going on. I, I I enjoyed every second. You know, we got to talk to some of your some of your coworkers. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of cool to, to hear about the stage getting set up and the, you know, you know, there's the Scottish guy. This was funny. Bobby. So Jake, Jake stage, man, stage manager, stage manager, Jake's stage manager is a Scottish dude. And, uh, Jake's like, Oh, these are my friends. They, uh, you know, they're, they drove up from, uh, Pennsylvania and he goes, you drove all the way up to Pennsylvania for this prick. 
and I was like, I like this guy. Yeah, that's a classic, like bo- dude. You know what he said to me when we were like, so we get to the last hotel, like the last hotel we get the shower at before we take our planes home, and I'm saying bye to everyone. Oh, bye. It was awesome hanging with you. It was awesome working with you. Blah blah blah. I get to him, I shake his hand and hug him, and he's like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> last words he said to me, and I was like, "Nice, fuck you too, Bobby." And I just walked away. Nice. Yeah, he's uh, a, he's a classic guy, dude. Yeah, we got to have a beer on the bus. Yep, a bus and, beer. And uh, it was very cool. It was very cool, and I'm very thankful. Very thankful, Jake. Hey, man, when you're back in San Diego next next tour that rolls through SD. Get you out there, buddy. All right. All right. Easy. All right. Easy money. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's a date. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. I'll, I'll wear a suit. I'll suit up. Dude, I will suit up. I'll birthday suit up. Okay, probably not. Probably won't do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Getting to... Getting to the end of my time here in Eastern PA. Yeah. So, what's the deal with that? You were telling me that earlier today. Is it like, like, what? Are you just over it, or are you like? So, so the internship's coming to an end. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I knew that I knew that uh, as soon as the baseball season was over, it was going to be kind of the end of the road. Although we've come to the end of the road. Dude. Total side note. Keep keep this story going, but total side note. Me and my brother, Alex, we found a reggae version of Country Roads. Ooh. Yeah. Another side note. Oh, is that by uh, Toots and Maytals? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one, it. dude. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Al- Alonzo's, Alonzo's a big fan. Toots and the Maytals? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're all right. I dig them. Um, so, another side note. Kingsman Dump. 2. Did you see it? I went and saw it. Don't tell me. Can I? It's this is like completely unimportant. All right, fine. All right. So one of the main songs in it is "Country Roads." Oh, Alex told me that he was like, "Dude, yeah, they sing Country Roads," and that's. I was like, "All right, that's cool." Not only do they sing it like three times, the they have like an orchestra playing it in like three different parts of the movie. That's fucking tight, dude. Yeah. And I and you kind of listen to it. You're like, sounds familiar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. This is good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Good movie though. Recommend. I'm gonna see it here in the next few days. Nice. The next movie I'm gonna see is the Lego Ninjago movie. Because I'm pumped. You're hyped. Hyped for it. I can tell. Get on the hype train because I'm coming through. Hype train, Quinn, tra- Quinn Ireland coming through. Anyways, back to Anyways. end of the road. Yeah, so uh, the end of the road is coming. So the last day of the Major League season is on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Giant, last day of the baseball season. Yes, good reference. Uh, so we will be kind of, everyone will be packing up essentially, except for a special few, myself included, who are going to stay on for two more weeks to uh, work on what's called the Fielding Bible and the Bill James Handbook. So basically they're just 
stat compilation books. Um, you know, people are into them. Some people, that is. And uh, my name will get to be in there, and I think that's pretty rad. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's so I'm tight. Pretty, pumped, pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. Um, so I'll be here an extra two weeks. And then... Extra two weeks of pay? Extra two weeks of pay. That's my boy. That's your boy. That's your boy. That's your boy. That's your boy. And uh, so I will be heading out October 14th, starting the long drive. Mark your calendars, everyone. The big Q is coming back. East Coast Boyle is going to fly out to Morgantown, and we're driving back together. East Coast Boyle. Yeah, East Boyle. Oh, I thought you meant like there was a Boyle brother on the East Coast, and I was like, what? No, East oh, Coast Boyle. That's cool, dude. He's driving out with you? Yeah, so he's flying to uh, Baltimore and then to Morgantown, and I'm going to meet him in Morgantown. We're going to have a day of drinking. Of course. And then uh, we're, setting, we're setting sail. Dude, very, very good. Very good. Um, hopefully we don't get dysentery on the, on the Oregon Trail. You mean dysentery? Yeah, tomato, tomato. No, that's there's one pronunciation of that word. <laughs> eh, agree to disagree. All right, I agree to disagree. <laughs> so we'll be heading out. Uh, still figuring out the route, but I'm pretty pumped to get on the road. Good. And uh, to get back home, to get back into the studio, working on some new stuff. You know. Yeah, man. You know, because we have. Many months to catch up on. Yes. Many, many yes. months. Um, so, yeah, I'll be coming back. Uh, and how long are you, like, coming back? Like, you're back to stay? or like you? So, the, you, the pl- you want to hear the plan? I want to hear the plan. The whole plan. The whole plan and nothing but the plan. Got it. Okay, so, uh, I'll be back around October 18th. 1920 somewhere around there okay and uh i'll probably start subbing just to make some cash right uh december 8th i'll be flying to orlando florida yeah it's not great but uh the mlb winter meetings occur there this year and basically do you have an integral integral role in those meetings i do not but here's here's the thing is that uh, uh, that's pretty much where they hire all their employees. So what's oh, going to happen? So this isn't like a like a player meeting. It's like a like a what you do meeting. So n- yes and no. So uh, the winter meetings are the off season meetings for all major league clubs. Okay. So they they meet and they can discuss trades. Sign free agents, uh, you know, work out deals, what what have you. Right. But they also use it as a time to interview prospective candidates for jobs that are open, jobs they think might be open, uh, stuff like that. Gotcha. So my goal is to get go there, interview with as many clubs as I can, and see what happens. Very good. And yeah, so with some luck, because it's very difficult, with some luck, 
I'll be working for a major league club this time next year, helping and them get get to where they need to go. For unlearned folks such as myself in the world of baseball, what is a major league club, and what do they like? What do they do? So the major league clubs are just the the like the Padres are a major league club, the Rangers. Gotcha. So it's like a team, like a. Like a fucking, what's the word for it? Uh, Not business, not company, fucking. Franchise. There we go, franchise. So it's like a franchise? Correct. Nice. So each team essentially is its own franchise. Right. And I'd be interviewing with the teams to work either for them or for one of their minor league clubs um, that is a part of their franchise. So like. Uh, ideally, I could do something in Southern California, work for the Padres that or like Elsa cool. Storm. That would be cool. Or somewhere in LA. Even like the Anaheim. Dodgers or something, dude. Anaheim. Right. Dodgers. Um, but I have been applying for other things too, like uh, some hockey teams are hiring right now. That would be cool too. Uh, yep. Hockey's. I'm lit. just kind of got to put my name out there. Spreading, spreading yourself all over. Just, I'm, I'm casting my seed. Yeah, just casting my seed, sowing it all over the place, dude. Just impregnating everyone. Wherever it, wherever it sprouts, that's where I'll go. You yes. know. Yeah, you know what? I like that, man. Yeah. Um. So. Hopefully, next year, uh, I'll be a big shot. Oh, dude, you're already a big shot. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a minnow right now, but next year. I'm going to be a slightly larger minnow. See, that's the mindset that a big shot has. They're humble, but <laughs> they know. They know. They know they're big shots. Okay. Right All on, right. man. That's cool. I hope I hope everything you hope for works out. But I'll be glad Me to too, see you man. back here for a couple months. Yeah, man. I'm pumped. Get some beach in. Get some... Tacos in. Tacos, some beach, maybe a little bit of boarding, dude. Perhaps. A little bit of maybe, a little snow, maybe a little snowboarding. That's what I'm saying. A little bit of pow-pow, a little bit of shred. Maybe a little boarding brew, yeah, perhaps. I'm down for that, too. Maybe a little baked bear. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little Rigo Berto's Taco Shop. Dude, a little bit of Rigo running. Oh, probably a lot of Rigo. A lot of a bit of Rigo bit. running. A lot of Rigo's a little bit of running, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I feel it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, your boy went to New York City for the first time yesterday. Very good. I, I saw yeah. on your Instagram that you were hanging with the old Jimmy Fallon. Me and James, we go way back. Yeah, dude. We go way back to about... Uh, Five o'clock yesterday. Very good. Um, so at the end of the show, he takes questions from the audience, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, over here. the biggest guy in the audience." And he goes, "I was like, okay, so I'm a big ass dude, beard, adult haircut now, sort of." And uh, <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, buddy, what's your question?" And I was like, "Uh, uh." And I was like, yeah, uh, Jimmy, um, do you have a favorite impression that you do? And everyone everyone around goes, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. 
good question. So good I, was take, I, was, yeah, I was taking it as like, good question, good question, good question. Like if we were on Family, Family Feud, Feud yeah. people You're, would be like, good answer, good answer, good answer. Good, yeah, answer. good answer, good answer, Quinn. Way to go, buddy. And uh, he goes, oh, do I, have, do I have a favorite impression? Uh, and he goes, I've always liked doing Adam Sandler because there's kind of three levels of Adam Sandler. There's kind of like the, oh, the mumbling, you know, there's this little mumble. And then he's like, then there's the second level. And then there's like the, ah! the screaming Adam Sandler. Yeah. I'm obviously, I'm obviously not going to do an Adam Sandler impression because I would never do it justice. But if you have the time, I would definitely recommend looking up Jimmy Fallon's Adam Sandler impressions. In fact, if you have the time, Jimmy Fallon's SNL uh, tryout tape, if you will, is hilarious. I think you showed me it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's pretty. And he fun. does a whole array of impressions, and Adam Sandler's is very funny. He does a very good Jimmy Seinfeld, or sorry, Jerry Seinfeld. He does a very good uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh God, I hate that man's voice. Yeah, yeah, it's very annoying, but. Uh, it's funny it, yeah. when he does it. Uh, so it's a cool experience from top to bottom, man. NBC is a very classy, like very this. Everything was very professionally done. Here's the best part. They go, yeah, we have a, we have actually have a surprise for you guys. Surprise guest. And I was like, Oh, right on. You know, could be anyone. Right. And they're like, yeah, uh, we're actually going to record this segment today so that we can, you know, because this person had a scheduling conflict and can't actually make it into the show on the day they're going to be here. So who so it goes like, so Jared Leto was the main guest, which is cool. 30 yeah. Seconds to Mars. Yeah. You may have heard, you may have heard of the band. He's also an Academy Award winning actor. Very talented. Um, so he was the first guest. He's in the new Blade Runner movie coming out. Yeah. He's the bad guy, right? Yeah. So, uh, he comes out and they say, Academy Award winning actor from the new movie Blade Runner 2049, Jared Leto. And everyone's like, oh, okay, does his interview. And then, uh, Nicole Richie comes out and does her interview. Very funny. She braids Jimmy's hair while she's doing it. Very funny. And, uh, Jimmy has braidable hair. She she's like impressive at braiding. Like she made it work. Wow. So then they go and, and uh, Jimmy goes. He stands up. He's like, "All right, now we got a surprise for you. I gotta go change my tie. I'll be right back." Goes and changes his tie. Comes back out and they go. All right, from the Blade Runner twenty forty nine movie, and everyone you can hear the crowd go. Harrison Ford. Holy shit, dude. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> no, I wasn't like that. I said, no way. And everyone standing up, everyone's clapping. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, if you're tuning in tonight, his interview's on tonight. Uh, it was... So uh, it was a cool experience. Uh, New York City is a very cool city, as you might imagine. Yeah. It's very big. Yeah. It's a big city. Rode the subway. Nice. 
Uh, saw Times Square. Very good. Walked through Central Park briefly. Very good. Seen any homeless people? Uh, lots of homeless people. Very good. Um, we got some pizza, some authentic New York pizza. Some za, dude. Some some za. It was delicious. Went to Joe's. Give it four stars out of five. Fair enough. Um, what else? Was going to go to Shake Shack, but then the line was too long. Of course, as, so, well, as so it always went, is. Right. So I went to a tri-tip sandwich place right next to it. Solid. Um, but yeah, I had a good, you know, eight hours in the city. And uh, I'll definitely go back someday. So yeah, that was my day yesterday. Very good. Had a, had a good time. Um, I actually... Funny news story I was reading on the way on the bus ride. A, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Send it. This is this is something straight out of television. Like this is from like a, a television plot. <laughs> uh, so this judge in I want to say Ohio, I looked it up. Not really. I don't remember exactly. Uh, let's see, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. A headless corpse was found on the doorstep of a Dallas, Texas judge. Are you ready for this? Send it. Send it. The headless corpse was of a pedophile, serial pedophile. And he had just been released on bail the previous day by this judge. He, he posted like $30,000 bail and they let him go because he posted bail. Mm-hmm. Someone someone took the law into their own hands and killed this guy and chopped his head off. Fuck, dude. That's and, then they, and then they fucking delivered it to the judge. <laughs> that is fucking... I don't even know. Like, Savage doesn't even... Doesn't even encompass that at all I heard it and I was like damn someone really didn't like that guy well pedophile right I mean he kind of had I'm sure there were a lot of people that didn't like it he kind of had it coming but holy shit dude yeah that's pretty that's gnarly gnarly that's gnarly there it is there it is um so yeah that's uh I figure we start a new segment, something like straight out of television. I like something it, like dude. That. Straight out of television. We'll figure it out. Straight out of the boob tube. Straight out of the telly. The telly. Straight out the telly. Straight out the television. La television. Wow. You're really, you're, you're bridging lots of gaps here. I know, yeah. Um, so last last thing we need to talk about. The uh, Major League season, obviously, is coming to a close. True that. The playoff picture is almost all set. Playoffs will be starting next week. So nobody's going to watch those, so don't worry about it. It's baseball. No one watches it anyway. I feel like people do watch that. I know. I watch it. So it's funny because baseball playoffs... uh, have the lowest ratings out of all the major sporting playoffs because they're not nationally televised all the time. 
So, like, the first round of the playoffs are on ESPN and TBS. And ESPN and TBS aren't, like, major networks. So not everyone gets them. Really? ESPN's not a major network? No. So, like, the major networks like Fox, CBS, NBC. That's weird. I feel like ESPN should be one. You like, would think so. Every Like, almost every state has a sports team, you know? Well, not even close, actually. Really? Yeah, so we can we can go through them. Washington, has, Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Utah. Yeah. That's six. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, Illinois, Missouri. That's ten. Texas. Louisiana. Louisiana, Florida, yep, Georgia. Georgia, North Carolina. That's fifteen. Okay. Uh, Maryland. Okay. Pennsylvania. Okay. New York. Yep. Uh, New Jersey. Yeah. Massachusetts. That's twenty. Um. Uh, Ohio. 21, Indiana, 22, Tennessee, Tennessee, good one, 23, Oklahoma has one team, yeah. 24, Does Kentucky and Kentucky does not have one, does not have one, no, uh, Nevada will have one. But they don't. Oh no, they do. They just got a hockey team. Okay. Twenty-five. Uh, I believe. Oh, Colorado, twenty-six. What about? So if you're uh, saying, what about? No, Wyoming. Wa- Wash. No, Washington D.C. is not a state, but they have four teams. Yeah, but I mean. We'll give it a half. Okay. <clears throat> so 25 and a half, 26 and a half. 26.5. 26 and a half states. I feel like that's at least enough to have it be a national fucking thing. That's half the country. Well, that's just, that's all sports. Baseball teams, you got California, Washington, Colorado, Arizona, Texas. New York. Are oh, you going through New that. York. I don't want to go through all this again. But the thing is, is that uh, TBS is owned by CBS. ESPN is owned by ABC, technically. Oh, so there's an umbrella company. Yep. Gotcha. And uh, you have to ha- you have to actually like pay for those cable like NBC, CBS, ABC. You could get those without actually paying for it. You just get the digital box. But like ESPN, you have to pay for right. TBS you have to pay for. So, like, not everyone can watch those games. Whereas everyone can watch the NFL playoffs, the NBA playoffs. Most of them are on uh, national broadcasts. And, like, what about World Series? Is that like- So, the World Series is always on Fox. Okay. So, that's all, all those games are nationally televised. Right. So, they don't have to worry about that. Gotcha. Um, well, yeah, so the MLB playoffs are coming up. Uh, should be a hell of a ride. 
I should be back by the World Series. Back to Cali. Fuck yeah. And, uh... Dude, I'm down to watch them with you. Like, just fucking... Watch all the games, dude. You wanna you wanna get my take, my yes. expertise. I would love to have your expertise on this matter. All right. Well, let's make it a date. All right then. All right then. All right. Cool. Cool. Wonderful. Fucking fantastic. Fucking fantastic. You just copied what I said. I just copied what you said. God damn. All right, man. I think we're wrapping up. Yes, sir. It's been a pleasure. I've been your uh, your breakfast chef, Mr. Uh, Quinn Ireland. Sue chef, uh, Mr. Mr. Ireland. And uh, as always, the guys behind the numbers, the guy behind the, the mic, making us sound very beautiful, dabbing up very hard right now, showing off his beautiful biceps oh, and his yeah. beautiful tattoo, uh, Mr. Jake Lamb. That's me. Um. We will see you guys next week. Yeah. Well, we won't, we won't see you, but you'll hear us. Yeah. Uh, so for next week, give us a recommendation on uh, maybe some beers beers to bring to the table. Yeah. You know? We'll do it. We'll do it. Well, let's do a – you want to do a power ranking? No, we already did that, yeah, didn't well, we? Yeah, we, we can do a power ranking, but we're going to let, – let's, uh, you know – Give us some recommendations. We'll we'll drink a beer while we're while we're podcasting, and uh, we'll get a power ranking for next week. We'll figure it out. Let's we'll get it. it going. We'll get it. We'll get we'll, it moving. We'll keep it moving. All right, guys. Until next week. Adios. Adios.